Hey everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 92 of What the Dice. 92 episodes, and this episode ends in a two, which means for you, I have dun, 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 a podcast recommendation. This one's a long time coming. These guys are good friends of the show. Absolutely hilarious guys to chit-chat with. You know them, and if you don't, you need to know them. Space Castle. These guys have some of the coolest conversations. Now, if you don't know about them, let me give you a quick, quick, quick elevator pitch on them. These guys, Alex, DT, and Seth, hurl through space debating movies, games, books, answering pop culture questions, all while trying to maintain their own strange and elusive sanity. Now, if you want to check them out, you can go over to their website, SpaceCastlePod.com. You want to follow them over on the amazing Twitterverse. It is at SpaceCastlePod. And if you do find them and you do say something, let them know that you are from the What the Dice listener base. Because, you know, they're cool like that. That's all I got. So I'm going to shut up and let you guys get on with this week's episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of What the the dice. We have approached the storyteller's camp. It doesn't seem like we have been gone that long, but in the short time we have been away, the cabin has been getting its final touches. The supports for the thatch roof are in place and the tanning rack has more to it. It seems as if the storyteller has been trading in dried leathers. As we slowly turn, we see the storyteller flipping through his pages idly. Looking up at us, he gives us a smile. Well, well, me friends. Welcome, welcome. Please, sit. Well, last we spoke. The adventurers had a chance to finally deal with the murderer. This strange elf wife has been apprehended by the lizard folk and is being hauled off to, presumably, jail. Well, that is neither here nor there, for she had only just a small part to tell in our Tory. But the adventurers, sitting in a new strange dock, have a chance to finally breathe. So, I know sometimes a little rest is all you need. Sit back, me friends, and hear me tale. In the last episode, the fibulous Kalila and Faith finally solved the murder mystery on the Murdoch discovering that the elf wife Balana has murdered both the captain and Golcat. For what reasons? Well, 
greed mostly. They wanted to take that and the Murdoch. They wanted to take the Murdoch for themselves and their sister to prove to their family that they are more than just court people. And they had to do a showdown. Not much of a showdown, but a showdown where we got to see the elf wife, Balana use her magic rings and do some damage to Lady Katana and her husband. And that battle ended quite shortly when she realized that she was out-weaponed by three very strong adventurers. And they are now in the dock of a lizard folk village that is currently in the process of erecting a large casino. On the dock, we also found out that Lady Katana, the elf merchant, the dwarf merchant, have exited. And it also left Baka Baklava and his partner on the deck of the Murdoch, where he purchased the Murdoch for what he offered is 5,000 platinum pieces. The crew turned down the offer and offered it at 2,000 so that the, he would still maintain most of his wealth. They also offered him 40% of the gross instead of 30, in which he had asked. Now, Baka Baklava will officially own the Murdoch once they get into their home port of Godspell. But that was the last arc. And this, this, my dear friends, is downtime. You guys are now at the port of a lizard folk village. So you guys can rest, relax, and chill out. Also, as a reward for finding a murderer, you all get a thousand gold pieces. Each or collectively? Each. I will make a note of Nice. Well, you caught a double murderer. So a total of 4,000 gold pieces. 4,000? There's three of you. Right. Sorry. Sometimes I count Hugin and Clyde. And you would still be off. I know. I know. I am aware of this problem. Okay. So did they end up arresting the sister that was supposed to meet her? You do not know. But you do have all of your equipment because they realize that they're current setup is not going to work. So they're going to be they give you guys all your equipment back. How awkward. Faye already has hers. So at dock you guys have a couple options. Uh, they are not going to make you get your own hotel room. While they fuel up and stuff like that you will have access to the Murdoch in its entirety. Um. Alright. Well Kalila first and foremost We'll go back and find where the chef is. The chef is cleaning up the kitchen area and kind of like powering down some of the robots and stuff like that. Well, she'll this time instead of staying on the outside of the kitchen since she's it's cleaned and powered down and there's no food about, she will enter the kitchen this time while making sure to unhook or unbuckle one of the gauntlets loudly enough deliberately to get her attention looks over and she's like, well, well, the kitten has entered my domain. Oh, am I permitted? I guess I can allow it this time. Smirks. I figured there was no food on the counter as I was allowed back here. 
Yeah, you seem like you'd be clean enough to be around food. Finally, somebody who respects the fact that I keep my paws clean. What are you talking about? I don't know. I've been accused of having dirty paws. As she taps her foot claws on the ground. By whom? Sir Reginald. She goes, yeah, he's not the brightest. Agreed, considering he thinks tomatoes go in fruit salad. Yeah, no, he asked that one time, and I just stared at him in dumb silence. Yeah, so did I, actually. She goes, but as promised, handing back her wonderful gauntlets. She opens him up and looks at him. She's like, oh, didn't use them? Uh, I had them prepared and ready, but Hugin tackled her for me. Yeah. Yeah, I saw her getting dragged out pretty much in her skivvies and shackles. Yeah, pretty much. She murdered both. Ah, I didn't think a woman like that had the uh, audacity to do something like that. Something, something proving to her family better than thou. I don't know. Hmm. All right. So are you guys staying here or are you guys following us up to Godspell? A hard path goes to Godsfeld, so we'll be here until however long that takes. But we are going to enjoy the day off this ship. Yeah, I'm going to be doing some shopping and restocking supplies and hopefully getting some new spices and stuff like that. Hmm. Well, I've already sold all of the things I was going to sell before we left. I was just going to look around. Yeah, I've, uh... I'm gonna be getting some uh, some gators from here, and I'm gonna try doing some learning how to cook some gator steaks and stuff like that. Hmm. I hear shark is really good out here. I'm gonna get oh, some yeah. shark meat. Sounds. I'm following you. You know all the good food spots. She laughs. She goes, "I didn't say I know the good food spots. I just know where the raw meat is. If I gotta hunt it, I'm gonna hunt it." Cat, as she points at herself. Well, you know, you might not like to get wet. Did I forget to mention that I grew up in a fishing village? Uh, you could wear a fishing outfit like some of the humans that don't want to get wet. She swears she goes, water doesn't bother me. That's good to know. And besides, I always win the wet t-shirt contest as she smirks and starts heading out the door because, you know, black, white. She, yeah. she just watches you walk off with a smirk. So, the Fibulous and Fay. Who wants to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. Yeah. What would you like to do? Uh, Defibus for once wants to, does want to test out that uh, makeshift rifle just to see how well it worked. Okay. Is he going to get Kalilah to go with him? Well, I mean, Kalilah sounds like she's busy. Well, it depends on if the drow follows her out of the ship or not is answers that question. She has to still clean up the kitchen. Oh, okay, fine. Well, I'm not taking a backseat. I haven't had a better idea later. Okay. So you following Defibulous out to test his strange rifle thing? Yep. All right. And Faye, doing the same? Faye is going to suggest hitting a shop for flash powder first, or actual gunpowder. You know, more than once would be nifty to fire it. Mm, that's a valid point. You are absolutely keeping the screws for ammo. Oh, yeah. And the worst part is they're machine screws. Ouch. Ouch. Excellent. 
Thodafibulus, are you going to go out and buy some actual gunpowder? Yeah, that way I don't have to use up any of my own actual reserves. Okay. So are you going to stick with the makeshift oil, flash powder, grease combination, or are you going to switch over to actual black powder for your strange one-shot? I would like to make a knowledge check to see if the the makeshift gun will actually survive using real gunpowder. All right. Knowledge engineering. 18. It will not. Flash powder. Definitely a flash powder gun. Well, I mean, we could go acquire more flash powder. Would it stand up to more than one shot with flash powder? If I reinforce a, a bit of it, yes. Other than that, it'll explode. We are good at doing that, but that sounds like it's a bad thing if it's in your hands. Yeah, your call. Yeah, let's get some flash powder. I'll shore it up a little, and then we'll see how well it works. Sounds fun. So, give me a... So, you're going to reinforce it. How are you going to reinforce it? Like, metal banding and stuff like that? Or are you going to actually, like, swap out the piping that you used for the rifling and then do that? Like, which way are you going to go? Well, the idea is supposed to be a kind of a makeshift weapon, mm -hmm. like, on the fly, so... He will reinforce it with banding instead of, like, swapping out and putting in, like, an actual proper housing to it. Mm-hmm. Because then it wouldn't really be makeshift. It would actually be a legitimate gun at that point. All right. So as you walk around town looking for either a gun shop or a scrap metal shop, stuff like that, I need a perception check. Which, while Kalila's following him around, she's looking for a shop that might contain... Rare cookbooks. Okay. I need a uh, perception check from you. The f uh, blah, 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 blah. Faye, are you doing anything? Looking for anything? Yes, I am looking for the sorts of marks that only I can interpret. Okay. By the way, I had a 33. All right. Nat 20 for me. I was so God. close. I rolled a 19. So close. And, uh, Faye, when you get a chance, I need one from you as well. I have pulled a 22. All right. Starting with the Fibulous, since you got the natural 20. As you walk around, you notice a gun shop. This doesn't look like a normal gun shop. It's got beautiful flowers on the outside, like, um, ivy. It looks... It almost looks like a florist shop at a first glance. And then you see the name of it. And it says, The Lily Family Gunsmiths. As you walk inside, you are greeted with music, piano, strings, that kind of thing. There's an actual live band in here. Everything is high polished. All the guns are in high polished and uh, meticulously set up. There's actual like glass countertops with guns underneath. Ammo is stowed and stored out where you can see the different types of metals that they use. And you see an old gnome behind the counter. Her hair is long and braided and is white with age 
on her back a short rifle and you can every now and then see the glint of what looks like a pistol on her hip. She has a smile on her face and she is talking in fluent uh, lizard folk language and just everyone seems to be friendly and chatting it up and it seems like a very popular gunsmith shop. Very stark difference than how your brother would run his shops. As you say, Jafibulus just kind of looks at and goes, I'm impressed. Clyla's going to look up and be like, flowers and guns. I'm confused. I'm not. It's a lovely imagery. I mean, yeah. It's a good wordplay. Covers up the gunpowder smell. What's wrong with gunpowder smell? Hmm? What's wrong with gunpowder smell? Nothing. Not my preferred smell? It's a little harsh on the nose. I mean, it's not ink in old books. It's not bad. But I will say I enjoy the smell of a flower over gunpowder. As you get deeper in, a bell chimes, letting them know that someone has entered. The old gnome gives a a quick nod and then gives a a quick hello and returns to business. A minute or two later, a younger-looking human walks up. Giving a bow, he smiles and goes, Welcome to the Lily Gun Shop. How may I assist you today? Mighty nice story you have here. He nods and he goes, The Lily family believes that presentation and cleanliness is the utmost thing in any type of purveyor of firearms. Sometimes a single spot of rust can do a lot of damage to a well-honed piece of firearms. That is very true. Are you looking uh, to purchase a new firearm, upgrade an existing, or are you looking for black powder and ammo? Uh, currently black powder at the moment, but I might have to take a look around in here. You know, he goes, well, we do offer several different ways of purchasing. We also do full customization, though it currently has a lead time of about two weeks. Uh, we are waiting for some new metals to come in. He goes, I'll just take a look for right now. But thank you. He goes, well, if you need anything, my name is Xavier. Different people lean over to Goliath. This place is top-notch. I can tell. So, uh, I'm guessing Defibulus is going to poke around, searching, seeing what's here and stuff like that? Yes. Okay. So, Faye, I believe you had the next highest roll. As you look around looking for thieves' camp markers, you find things of like, you know, guards are post, like, guards constantly view this, this house, this uh, house is under protection, this business is under protection, and then you find the symbol for a safe house. I will make note of it. Okay. You notice that there's a lot of indication of this is under protection, this one is, like, it seems like the the rogues and the thieves in this area are either running a protection racket or have connections with certain merchant buildings that are being protected from thievery. 
You also notice that when you look around, you don't see anyone that would be I quickly identified as someone who is of notorious skill trade. You don't see any blatant black or gray armor. Everyone looks like they are either in just everyday clothing. The only ones that seem to be armored are either adventurers, which are clear as day adventurers, or guards. Okay, just taking notes, uh, mental notes, and um, making plans. Yeah. Kalila, as you've Oh, been... by the way, Kalila was the one with the next highest. I had the 33. Oh, my apologies. No, that's okay. I just wanted to make sure I got an accurate thing for me. I don't care that I went ne next or not. Okay. Kalila, as you poke around at different stalls, as you follow Defibulous into this gun shop, as you lean in towards the gun shop, there is a small little... I don't want to call it a shack, but not as fancy of a building. You can smell the aromas of all different cooking spices and the smell of dried teas and herbs, as well as the smell of meats drying over a smoker. Inside, you see a couple of lizard folk sitting down and having a small meal and then behind the counter stands a half-orc this half-orc is androgynous you can't tell if they're male or female they wear an apron over simple stained clothing over their arm is a, a towel that they are wiping off either sweat or different spices you also notice that their green skin has a scaling to it, as if someone in their lineage is of the lizard folk variety. They are speaking lizard folk pretty fluently, uh, only stuttering here and there. And they are serving up what looks like some kind of rice-based soup that has what you can smell as shrimp, crawdads, what smells like cooked vegetables of some kind with a piece of yellow breading in a thick square. Alright. Well, she wasn't looking for food directly, but do they have any cookbooks? You do see a variety of books behind the counter. He'll come over and sniff and investigate while telling Defibulous and is Faye staying with Defibulous too, or did she go on her own way? Faye is less interested in guns and more interested in food. So is she following Kalila? Yeah. All right, Kalilo will go, hey, Defibulous. Yo. We're going to be next door at this food vendor. Uh, find me something good in there. All right, I'll bring you back something tasty. I'm assuming you're going to be here a while. Yeah, probably so. All right, uh, if we don't find you, I'm at the food place. Got it. Kalilo will then uh, scurry her way down there, letting her nose lead the way. Following. Kalila and Faye, as you walk in, the, the, the smell of whatever they're cooking is filling the air. And it's more than just the soup that you see being served. You also see in the back, through a, an open door, grills being set up. And there are different people manning grills and rotating what looks like full chickens and full turkeys being 
cooked over a rotator grill. You see smokers that are drying meats. And you see people basting different types of meats as well as you hear the sounds of chopping of vegetables and the sound of things hitting hot oil and sizzling. Uh, Kalila and Faye, give me a perception check. Nope, I'm enamored with the smell. Nat one. Okay. Her eyes are closed and she's just inhaling. I have rolled a nat 20. <laughs> Faye, as you walk in and you get a good whiff of everything, you start to identify they're cooking jambalaya. That's cornbread. You can see gator steaks in the back being basted and cooked. You also see what is wild game and it is all just being expertly prepared and none of these people look like chefs these guys look like they are home taught and nothing smells fancy this is all like home cooking and you can see they have different people coming in and out getting food so this place is very popular for food you also notice something a little different. You also see these strange little white puffy pastries being handed that are being served in a what looks like maybe a wicker or some type of stacked wood. And it it's not something you've ever seen before. What we oh, no. would know No no, what, I've seen those my, my GM over here is baiting me. This is soul food, you guys. This is not fair. <laughs> um, the pastries that you would recognize, or Faye wouldn't recognize, they would be akin to um, Asian dumplings, the, the big, thick, heavy dumplings. The fat bun ones? Yeah, fat okay, bun ones. Okay, no, I thought you were going to say beignets. Um, no, but I there is... beignets. You'd probably see beignets, but this is like soul food with like an this Asian is, twist? Yeah. But you you would definitely know the smell of jambalaya with crawdads and shrimp and Okay, then oh. the 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 pastry buns would be bao or manapua. You think we know what that is? Okay, no, but I'm just saying, you know, for anybody listening, that's probably what's being referenced here. Yeah. All right, what well, that's above my pay grade. And and then of course, cornbread because cornbread. It better be savory. Because if I wanted sweet cornbread, I'd just go eat a cake, okay? No, no, you don't. No, cornbread doesn't get sugar. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. Cornbread should suck 90% of the moisture out of your body on that first bite. Yes, it should. And it should have flavors of bacon and cast iron. Yep. So. Yes. Okay, anyway, moving on. <laughs> so Faye recognizes like 99% of everything in here. And is drooling. What would you guys like to do? Caitlin's in here pouting because she likes sweet cornbread. I'm over here pouting and she just looked at me and I just have to sit a frowny face and I just go, I like sweet cornbread. All right, well, you can dump honey or maple syrup on yours then. Honey. Hey. That, that's the compromise I've made. It gets cooked a certain way because you can't take the sugar out of it when it bakes, but you can add sweetness to it after. All right, food goddess. Shush. But Kalila will eventually open her eyes and go up to the counter and go, what is all of this? 
eager, just eyeing all of it. To whoever heard her that is behind the counter cooking. The androgynous looking orc gives a chuckle and in a thick southern drawls, just smiles and goes, well, I, I got jambalaya, I, I got cornbread, I, I got some bananas, and, and well, if, you, if you're feeling adventurous, I, I got me some, uh, some uh, what we call hot okra. It's uh, some, some plant that we found, and we, we baste it in some nice thick hot sauce and, and serve it up in a, in a mild soup. Not for the, 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 the faint of heart, though. I, I've seen many a Many a god sweating their butts off after eating a bite or two. Clyla's just gonna go, can I sample a little bit of all of it? I want the sampler plate. They nod and they go, that'll be uh, the one gold piece. Now, that that should be enough to fit, feed both y'all. Done. Puts down a gold coin. No hesitation. They begin to walk around and stack up a little, uh, a platter full of just small pieces of meat and everything. Like, literally, you get a bite from everything on their menu. He goes, I, uh... He goes, oh, I actually need to buy enough for three people to oh. hand over another coin so that way it's enough for Defibulous as well. I, I, okay. Give me, give me that second night. I can get all that for you. They begin to stack up another plate, so you have two large sampler plates. Yeah. She'll just make sure there's, like I said, enough for Defibulous. Yeah. Uh... You want mead with that, or or you want water, or I, I got some uh, some tea in the back that that's been sitting out in the sun for the last couple of hours, nice and, and steeped up. I can uh, get you get you some of that too. Oh, that sounds nice. I'll take the tea. No, that's and he's like, I, uh, I, I yeah. I'd like some mead with this. I think I wanted to try the mead too. All right, uh, that'll be uh, a gold piece for the two of them, and I'll I'll get you the tea. Okay, I got the drinks. Come back and. The mead containers he hands you are large steins. <laughs> and the tea is in large glasses with ice and a straw. And I'm like, all right, uh, just, just pick a place to eat and uh, we'll, we'll send out people to, to pick up the, the plates when you're done. Kalila's going to happily sit down and try everything. Same. And then probably go back for more of the hot okra. So while you two eat to your heart's content of soul food that Kalila's probably never eaten before in her life. Yep, that's why she's excited. And oh God, does it smell delicious. We jump over to Defibulous. Alrighty. You have been left alone in a firearm shop. As I just realized, that was a bad idea. Pretty sure Clyde was thanking you for that one. Like I said, he... He's just going to walk around and inspect and take a look at everything. You notice that some of the weapons that they have are cartridge-based. Some of them have strange cylinders that hold a couple of shots here or there. Um, you also notice that the handles are hewn wood, and some of them are uh, mother-of-pearl inlaid. And this is... Not only are these firearms deadly because, you know, they're stronger than most firearms because they're not barrel-loaded, but they're beautifully done. But their price tags are a little on the high end. You do see a couple of the guards on in the area have muskets like yours, but 
you know, nicer designed. Um, and then you start to notice that, like, they also do have some low-end things, like barrel-loaded pistols. Some of them are actually where, instead of you loading them from the front, there's a, a chamber that you can actually open up and put your pack and everything in. Not necessarily a cartridge, but more of a a pre-pack with a bullet. Dr. Bilsel not as he continues looking around, maybe looking for a potential replacement for his uh, aging blunderbuss. Can I get a perception check? I would if that... There, never mind, I found it. I couldn't find my 20 for a moment. Nat 20. As you pass by the old woman, you see her hand. You see a lily tattoo that is very reminiscent of Lily from the Holy City, the one that gave you the gun quieter blueprint. Um, excuse me, miss. She looks over and she's like, Ah, yes? That tattoo on your hand. Yes? Do you have a relative in the Holy City? Hmm. I, I got me a granddaughter that, that travels a lot. He'll describe the granddaughter, or the one he met. He goes, ah, that, that, that's, that's our Lily. She, uh, she's traveling all over the place, uh, looking for all sorts of new stuff, and she sent me back some pretty cool stuff. Now, there, there, she got some really bad designed firearms from the, this little, she said it was a big city, I don't know. To her, everything's a big city. But, uh, yeah, she sent me some, uh, some layouts of some blunderbusts that were sold by some little rinky-dink town called the Holy City and by some, uh, small little company called, uh, Short Bolt, Short Shot, something like that. Mm, Short it, Bolt. Yeah, them. That sounds right. Uh, yeah, their, their designs aren't bad. The trigger needs to be moved up a bit and they're... Their stocks are a little wonky looking, and honestly, they look like they're made from some cheap, cheap, cheap iron. But yeah, we're, we're thinking about looking into maybe acquiring that tiny, tiny little business. I mean, eh, they won't do well compared to our firearms. Our firearms are handmade and guaranteed to work right. And this one looked like it looked like, you know, it's seen the business end of another firearm too many times. Yeah, the previous person running that company won't be running it anymore. Oh? How do you know such a quiet thing? Because I run it now. She's like, oh, well, how big is your company, and why are you out in our side of towns? Uh, I'm doing work. Lots of work, and I had to remove my older brother from running the family business into the ground like an idiot. Well, hmm. How much are you thinking about selling it for? Uh, the business currently isn't for sale. I want to see get it. I want to fix the damage done to the reputation of my family, and improve the product before I even consider selling it. Hmm. Well, if uh, you don't go to sell it, you know, we could the, the little family could offer you a, a pretty penny. I appreciate that, but for right now, it's not for sale. Hmm. Well, that's that's nice to see that we might have some actual competition. Um, yeah, my brother had about the, most, the business sense of a turnip, and that's actually giving him too much credit. Well, 
The gods make them the way they make them. Uh, not my judge. Not my jo job to judge. Nope, that's my job to judge him, and I will. Family can do that. Yep. I am really interested in your your weapons, though. I like your shop and how everything's set up here. Yeah, we feel like, you know, firearms are deadly, but you might as well make it look pretty while it's here. Can't control what people do with them, but you can make it look as pretty as possible and get as many people to buy them as possible. I like her. <laughs> oh, your uh, granddaughter gave me an interesting uh, schematic while, uh, while I was talking to her. Oh, what's that? A silencer. Oh, yeah, we've been trying to figure that out for a while, man. Uh, Lily Lily got it in her head that she was going to take uh, Grandpappy's old design and see if she could make it better. Now, Grandpappy accidentally stuck his gun in a barrel, in a, in a potato once and then fired it and noticed that the bullets were a little quieter. And then he decided that he could make it work and, and be more than one shot. And Grandpappy made the mistake of putting too much black powder in his blunderbuss one day. And that blunderbuss took his hand. Now, now, Grandpappy still could write. It's kind of sloppy. But Lily, Lily took it upon herself that she found the old blueprints and has been trying to make it herself. I mean, the idea is, wonder, it's a wonderful idea, and it definitely has a lot of merit and successful use to it. Yeah, uh, we just haven't found a way to make it work yet. But Lily, bless her heart, she says that the gods are helping her figure it out. Now, she, she switched gods a few times, mind you, but right now she is serving one of the dwarven gods, the, the one that has the big old wall hammer and, and blesses metals. She thinks that she can make one of those strange silences out of mithril, make it nice and lightweight and durable. Now, my thing is, mithril ain't for, for ble isn't made for using stuff like that. It's made for blessing. It holds spells mighty fine, but lately, I've been noticing spells don't last like they should. I'm not sure why. But, you know, not my place to judge the gods. Nah, it's better not to judge them. They get a little cranky when people judge them. Yeah. Kind of like a baby when she's student. Exactly. But if I uh, if I figure anything out with the rifle I'll, or the silencer thing, I'll let you know. Oh, that'd be mighty fine. Yeah, I mean, Lily feels that everyone that works with a gun and fires a gun and, and builds guns all, all have the same kind of blessed sight from the gods and sees things a little differently than, than others. She uses fancy words like trajectory and and missile casings and rifling and stuff like that. I just I just make what the, the gods tell me to make and, and they sell and they're pretty and they work. Uh, I mean functionality is the biggest important thing. I mean Absolutely. I just I mean I made a uh, temporary weapon as needed in an emergency but you know it, it'll work. Oh? What you talking about? He'll uh, show her the makeshift pipe, their screw gun. She looks over it and she's like, that is a mighty ugly gun, my friend. Mighty ugly. I it, didn't have a lot to work with. I mean, it looks like you might get one, maybe two shots out of this. And, you know, you need you need to reinforce here. And, you know, some metal strappings here and there. And, you know, you're, you're using literally a candle as a trigger, my friend. And, well, you know. This might work if you did some modifications and reinforced it a bit here and here. And you need a trigger. You, you really need something that's a little bit more like a blunderbust. Oh, I have a blunderbust, but I didn't have access to my t my tools, so I had to make, make do with what I had. Let me guess. The Murdoch. Yep. 
mighty fine ship, but it needs some firearms on there. You never know what's going to happen in a few years. These Zeppelins, they're, they're not just a fasten, pass and fade, my friend. They're not. I bet you they're going to come to stay. I, my grandpappy once told me in his dreams he saw carriageless train or carriageless uh, horseless carriages and, and birds that flew without swinging their arms about. And I think the Zeppelins, they're, they're the first step to making those, those uh, flapless birds. Now, now, Grandpappy spent too much time out in the sun, mind you, and, and way too much time around firearms. He's a little deaf, and, but Grandpappy had some knowledge to him. Hey, you never know where the knowledge comes from. I, I still think he spent a little too much time out in the sun. Well, I mean, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Well, I do have some, some pieces that might help you out if that's what you're looking for. Uh, oh, I'm looking at that, and he takes out his regular blunderbuss. He goes, I'm thinking of, of uh, retiring this. It's a good weapon. It's reliable. It's served me a long time, but it things like it just things seems that I need to put out more shots quicker. So you think something like a a carriage or um, a magazine loader? That, that what more are you talking about, right? Magazine with like a cartridge-like system. Yes. Well, we can talk and see what we can find. I mean, I don't know if you've got the scratch. I mean, yeah, no offense, but uh, if you just came from the Murdoch, you might be uh, poorer than a, a man in a barrel. <laughs> I, do, I have a little more than a barrel to my name, at least, thankfully. Well, that's good. So how long are you going to sit and chat with this southern gunsmith? Oh, until someone remembers that they left him here. All right. Won't be that long. Our stomachs can only hold so much food. Yeah, well. Okay, speak for yourself. All right, well, for Kalila, she has a second motive other than trying to find delicious food. All right. Is it Kalila's turn now? Yes, we will bounce back to Kalila and Faye. All right, so probably after, what, a good 45 minutes of delicious stuffing of food in our faces. And drinking of some southern sweet sun tea and some honey mead of wildflower. Delicious. They did serve us some kind of gator, right? Yes, they did. There was some pieces of gator in there. How impressive was it? Pretty impressive, but it is, uh, if Kalila doesn't like super spicy, uh... It might be a little too hot for her. Okay, but I'm saying flavor and preparedness-wise. It is, par none, some of the best food you've had in a while. All right. So she'll end up going back up to the, 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 the chefs uh, and wait for one of them to have some time. The, the one the that cook. served you looks over and is like, so you, li- you, you like the food? It was delicious. Uh, well, I, I was proud. My my parents been running this shop for for a while, and I, I just recently took over it, and because they're they're retiring, and they wanted to to sit back and relax. And Pa's in the back cooking, and and Ma's the one that makes all the meat, and she's currently out tending to the, the bees. The bees they, they scare me. They sting a lot, but but Ma says that because she's a, she's an orc, she doesn't have to worry about their stingers. They don't get through her hide. Now now Mama scares me because Mama's got a thick hide. Lila will just nod in agreeance. She goes, well, 
I actually was out looking for a shop that sold cookbooks and was wonderfully distracted by the smell of your food and happily so. But I was curious, I saw you did have books. Do you either have a place to recommend that has these recipes or could I buy a cookbook off of you for these recipes? Um, he looks back and goes, oh, oh, do, those, those books? Yeah, they, they, they for sale. They, 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 they're the ones that Pa and Ma rock, wrote uh, uh, with a scholar a couple, couple of years ago. And, and we uh, paid a scholar to, to rewrite them a couple of times. And we add recipes every now and then and then and then and then and that, that's what Ma and Pa do right now. She goes, I'd like a copy. Uh, oh, 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 okay. It's not many people. Okay, get, give me a sec. I, I need to find out the price. And uh, give, give me a sec. Pa! 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 Not a problem. I ain't going anywhere. They walk off. Kalila's just going to look at Faye like, is this normal? While standing there still happy. I don't think this is quite normal, but I'm just going to roll with it. I'm, I'm excited. Go, I think I need to get a book for the library too. Oh, you're gonna buy? Oh, he's gonna be so happy that two people want to buy his book if he's excited that I want to buy a book. Uh, they uh comes back and he's like, uh, okay, so uh, it depends on which edition you want. Now, now the newest edition, I, I think we got in the back. I haven't gotten a chance to put out yet because because you know don't have space and you know lunch rush and breakfast lunch and dinner lunch and i usually do my stocking at night so i apologize i don't have a copy of it but he's saying that they're 20 gold a pop because of a the key it's all the recipes and he actually added some new ones because they they tried out a new recipe for the meat and it worked out really well so they, they added that and so it's, it's 20 gold a book if, if that's okay i mean you know fa family rights i just work here uh, i own it you know yeah that's fine they uh Go. Oh, uh, oh. Okay. Um. Give me a sec. Um. Just one copy, then. Well. Make it two. I want uh, one. Oh. 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 Really? Oh. Okay. Give. Give me. Give me a sec. I'm, I work for a library. Give me a book. And mine's a gift. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Give me. Give me a sec. He uh, walks off, again, and comes back with a pretty large, thick leather-bound tome. These books are clearly made of like gator skin and cast iron buckling. Pretty. And yeah, and they're all handwritten with actual like when you open it up and flip through it, it actually shows a picture of the raw flowers if it is a spice or what it would be if you were looking for it in the wild. Nice. Actually, make that three. Worth it. Kalila wants one too. It's a good. It, it it talks about the herbs in this area. She's a hunter. Uh, oh, uh, oh, 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 really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, get get get, get me a sec. I'll, I'll be right back. They walk off. While he's going off, Kalila's counting out her coin for him. Um. Hey, what do you think? Should we go ahead and make it four and just like really blow his mind? She goes. You know, these would make good parting gifts. And she goes. Hey, wait, wait. Yes, ma'am, ma'am. How many gifts do we want to give? I want one for my family when we get back. They've never had gator. Do we even have gator on our continent? Yes, you do. It's just not. It, it's not. It's not good. It, well, no, it's not in your area because you're not in a swamp area. Yeah, but there's a swamp nearby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. She goes. Yeah. No. Total of. Do you want any more? 
May as well grab one for the Institute. I'm gonna have to keep up my my my, my procurement agent identity. They're gonna care about a cookbook? Oh, why not? Alright, so a total five? Yeah. Alright, five total. Yeah, I... I if you got um, it. I, I think... I'll, I'll be right back. Let me go get Paul. As he walks off, he practically walks into a door frame and... Oh, poor guy! You hear conversation in Lizard Folk and this old, weathered uh, Lizard, Lizard Folk comes out walking with a cane. He's like, hmm, you buying my books? Love to. Mm, no, not many off people. Give me a sec. I got cops in. Do you need anything else? No. All right. right. Give me a sec. Got, got, got. Gotta go get him out of the ball. He comes back and brings you the other books. And he's like, no. I'm gonna give you someone in front of the rope. And he puts on top of them a couple of what looks like travel rations. They are wrapped up in a sackcloth and they are strong smelling of spices. He goes, now you only want to eat by this that time. He's, he's got some power to it. It's gonna you know, make you, you know, sweat. As he walks back to continue cooking in the back. I think that was common. I'm not certain it was. Sounds like some kind of Creole or pigeon or something. Close enough. Did he wish us a good day at the end? He did wish us a good day. Right. I think it would be All polite right. to return the, the gesture. She'll, she'll wave happily and, and return the happiness gesture. The, uh, the original androgynous one walks up. He's like, uh, so, uh, that, that, that'll be, uh, under gold? Yep. 50-50, uh, looking at Faye. Good enough, let's go. Counting out uh, coins. Okay, she'll set down for 50 coin. He looks at it and it's just, this is probably the most money he has ever seen in his life. Like, at one time. He goes, you can count it. We ain't gonna be offended. He, he goes, uh, yeah, give, give, give me a set at one, two. He literally counts ten, puts it to the side, counts ten, like it's that. And he's like, I, I, I yeah, hundred go. Uh, do you, do you need a bag for all this, or you, you're, you're, you, you think your backpack, or I mean, we, we got enough bag space. Don't worry. Thank you. Uh, 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 absolutely. I, I'm glad you enjoyed the food, and I'm glad you, that you wanted to buy it. I mean, if you if you know anyone that wants to buy another copy, you know where I'm at. And I mean, we, we we'd really like to do set of books. I'll make sure if anybody asks, I'll send them your way. I appreciate it. She then takes her sample platter and her books back to Defibulous. Following. So, Defibulous. Yes? What would you like to do, since you now can smell food coming your way? Oh, something smells really good. She goes, brought you lunch. Yay, I was kind of getting hungry. I'm also thinking buying guns. Oh, which one? He goes, I'm thinking of a cartridge. And wait, did you say gun or guns with an S? I can either confirm or, or deny if I added an S to the end of that sentence. Ah, either way. All right, which one are you looking at? He will, Defibulous will show her the beautiful world of guns in here and point out a couple of ones that he's thinking about getting. All right, while he starts to point something out, Kalilik does shove like whatever she thought was the tastiest thing that she ate and pop it in his mouth. What? <laughs> This is really good. Right? 
and kind of spicy. Ooh. Yeah, it's got a good kick, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Um, Defibulous, I need you to roll a constitution check. Oh, sorry, I didn't oh, have no. to roll one. Why is he rolling? Because Kalila shoved a what she thought was the best the best the best thing in his mouth. She knows what she's looking at. Like she smell it, so she would, you know, taste small pieces. She is shoving something into the fibulous's mouth. A sixteen total. You're fine. It's spicy. You're sweating a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's it. Whatever it is, is good and spicy. Oh, but not hot, just That was spicy. really good and kind of spicy. She goes, I had to share. Now, which guns? As she looks at whatever he's pointing at and tells her. Yeah, and he'll point her, and he goes, oh, you remember that, that nice lily girl, gnome I met? Yeah, the one with the white flower. Yeah, that's her grandmother. Oh, hi, as she waves. She gives a wave as she is in the middle of discussing a sale with another customer. Ah, okay, she'll give her attention back to Defibulous and help him pick out a gun. Guns. I knew there was an S. But no, Defibius, uh will look into picking up a cartridge-based rifle over his aging blunderbuss. Defibulous will uh, pick up one of the rifles, find one that feels right to him, and pick that up. So we will do the purchasing and everything uh, off-air so we can make sure we get the right stuff done. Yep. As you guys continue your shopping and eating and enjoying your time in the Lizard Folk town, we are going to call this episode here. Also, at the end of this episode, I would like to also let you guys know, after solving the Murdoch and finishing your downtime, you will go up two levels. You guys will be level nine at the next episode. Well, well, a little bit of vacation time, a little bit of a meal, and a chance to purchase some well-crafted firearms. It seems as if our adventurers have had a, a chance for some true rest, relaxation, and some good old cooking. But the day is not quite over. And, unfortunately, our time has come to an end. Until next time, me friends. May your pot always be full, your flame always alive, and your spices always ready. And, as always, me friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 